0: Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories... And the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay! Hello, hello! How are you? How are you? Nice to see you. Let's give it up for that band. They're better every week. I know they've been working hard this week. Listen to them! for that's That's Roro in the Sky with Neil Diamonds. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. All right. You know, that's only an inside joke for me and whoever understands it. So yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it if you don't know about it. That's what I say. That's what I say. But... Those that know, know how special it is. So, if you're curious about the whole band name thing I start to show off with, the the craziness of it, the ambiguity of it, uh, listen to, I don't know, should I tell you? Should you go back and find it? Uh, How how, how do I want to be? All right, I'll let you know. Go back to episode three. The information you're looking for, young Padawan, is in episode three that 's all i 'm going to say about the whole band thing there, except how much they rocked. Thank you so much let 's hear it one last time Ooh, yeah it's so much fun all right all right hello hello episode twenty five wow twenty five i oh, i don't know it's uh it 's that whole quarter thing you know twenty five cents quarter of a century. Uh, quarter life crisis. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever whatever it uh, comes down to being, you know, I, I mean, speaking of quarters, the monetary amount, uh, I, as a child here in the United States, I remember when a phone call on a payphone, if you even remember what a fucking payphone is anymore, um, I can't believe they're disappearing. But I, I see one once in a while, which is nice uh, and comforting, just in case, you know. You know, but then how do you remember the numbers? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Anyway, I remember when the cost of making a call went from 10 cents a dime to a quarter. And I just remember at the time it was such a big stink about, hey, make sure you have a quarter now Anya, And it was mostly because how hard it was to find uh, a quarter from something. You know, you're not gonna, usually going to see a quarter laying in the streets, but you'll usually see dimes nickels yeah you know, pennies yeah of course but usually you'll see the smaller ones cuz those are the ones that fall through the holes in the pockets get yeah, or outside the little wallets or whatever you know that's that's what happens and so it's a little easier to find a dime to make a, fa- a phone call than it is a quarter and so i just remember a whole big thing in school carry a quarter with you know the number to call i, I don't remember the details of it i just remember being told that uh, and now it's uh, make sure you have your cell phone with you. So, yeah, it's just, uh, wow, how, how in, speaking of 25, you know, in that, I mean, I'm 40, so we're talking closer to little 30 years ago, uh, how it was, how now it was from, you know, carry a dime with you all the time or carry 25 cents with you all the time to now make sure you have your cell phone charged in with you. wow just something i don't know i i sorry i'm digressing stream of consciousness podcast coming your way now (laughs) insert sound effect here Uh, sorry, folks, um, <laughs> how are you? I hope you're having a great week. It's Friday the 13th, at least that's the day that this is supposed to publish, let's hope that the editing producing part of me can get it done by then. I'm trying to beef up my recording schedule to have a little more in the can, you might say, so some of the, the, the comments and, and references might be slightly outdated, but... Uh, from being a longtime podcast listener, usually the podcasts I listen to are out of date. So you know what, I'm. I it's it's really hard to be topical. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, there are those you know daily podcasts that are topical, or the reruns of something of the you know broadcast on the radio or something like that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's that's of course supposed to be current. That's their job. This is just a podcast done from my heart. Done from my heart. From me to you. So, you know, I try to stay on a good production schedule and 25, well, 24 episodes. Hey, I know for sure 24 episodes are on schedule. I don't see any reason at this time of recording that 25 will be out of schedule. So, hey, you know... I um, think I'm doing great. But anyway, it's Friday the 13th if you're listening to it on the day it releases, March 13th, and I don't know if you think if you personally take it as a lucky number, special thing or if you don't give a rats ass about it <laughs> or if you're very cautious of Friday the 13th and you don't leave your house, you know. I however you are, if you're listening to us basically the day this publishes, thank you for listening. That's just an awesome thing to think about that the target date that I'm putting this all together, somebody is listening to it essentially as live as it could be. And that's just an awesome thing to think about, especially when I'm, when I'm producing and editing and putting the sound effects and things together in this show. But yeah, you know, you know, anyway, welcome, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Uh, first time listeners is if, if this is your first episode, welcome to, to the milestone number 25. Um, if you chose it because it's number 25, cool. If you chose it because of the title of it, cool. If you chose it just because it happens to be the very f- newest episode when you found the podcast, cool. Whatever. Thank you so much for listening. Longtime listeners and those uh, binge listeners, I know, I know what you're doing out there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for the comments on the Facebook page. Uh, thanks for interacting the, a little bit, I guess in Tumblr, it seems, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, on Twitter, uh, get, I'm getting a couple feedbacks and things. So that's really cool. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, email, we'll talk about more about that later in listener feedback, but I'm just saying, thank you long time listeners for continuing to listen. Thank you. So before we get into this episode's topic, let's just flash back a little bit to last week's episode, uh, Pronouns and Misgendering, if you if you did hear it, thank you so much. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Um, basically, a little recap here. Uh, realize that the ones closest to you or us, to the trans person, uh, are going to go through their own transition and journey as well. And the ones that are closest to us are going to have the hardest journey you know, starting with us as pros, probably the hardest journey, the ones closest to us are going to have the next hardest journey, and so forth, so forth, out, Uh, you know, the little circle, like dropping a stone in a pond sort of thing, you know, that's, kind of look at it that way. Try to stand in their shoes for a moment, and also have them try to stand in yours, however you express your frustration about being mispronounced and misgendered and such, misnamed, if that's the case, as much as that gets to you, try to switch shoes with them. Try to communicate on a level where you're switching shoes, put it in their perspective. If you can, it's hard. It's easier said than done. I know, but that's really one of the best tools I can say to, to, to get you through that moment in time and through the process of, of, of that, whatever that causes you, you know, the angst, the the dysphoria, whatever your reaction to that is, the anger, whatever, Uh. uh j- Try to explain it to them so they get the taste of what it feels like. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Also, I should have said this first, but breathe. (laughs) Breathing and getting oxygen is an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, That's why a lot of people like to run those marathons and they just, you know, are so high on the... Uh, the endorphins and the oxygen pumping through their system that it's euphoric. Uh, Runners have spoken about it. Robin Williams joked about it. So, I mean, most people know that. So, so breathe, (laughs) breathe. And also, as you, as you tackle things, realize that it's easier said than done. So say it out loud. Say it out loud. Convince yourself. Hearing it does so much good for you. Also, a little bit about last week's episode. Um, I realized during the editing, I'm not, I don't try to. I'm, I know I'm running a little long on last week's episode, but hey, you know what? It's my show, and I'm sharing this with you, the listeners, because that's why you're here. So, I realized in the editing process that uh, I, during listener feedback, I mentioned that during episode 25. I said that there was going to be 25 hours of content. And I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I was very incorrect. <laughs> I meant to say episode 23. By the end of episode 23, we had just over 25 hours. Now, that was a estimation, So I can say right now... Uh, At the end of episode 23, we actually had 25 hours and 14 minutes. And more importantly, as of last episode, episode 24, we have a glorious, maybe a little drum roll, please. 26 hours, 4 minutes, 15 seconds worth of content. Yay yay i'm so excited to see that i i now i realize episode 14 was a little long wink wink nudge nudge for those of you who've listened to episode 14 and if you haven't go back and listen to episode 14 why not it's part of the series you can't leave it out yeah don't miss episode 14. Uh, I realize that's a little long and kind of a little cheated. All right. Well, if you're going to hold that against me, let's just take that episode out. It's two hours and change long. So we'll just knock out two hours there. Still, still 24 hours or just about 24 hours worth of content. Yay. Me fey, yeah, I'm just tooting my horn. Thanks for listening. Moving on. <laughs> um, also during the editing process, I don't remember which section of the show this came from. If you listen to episode 24, you'll find it because I, I left it in. I didn't take it out. Uh, it wasn't an outtake from episode 24. It was an observation during editing of episode 24. And I, 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 I'm, I, I'm curious if any of you caught it while listening, because uh, at first I didn't. I had to go back and listen to the section a couple times uh, before I went, oh, wait, that sounds, uh oh, that's funny. So... Uh, first I'm going to run the clip here so you can hear it. So post-production, take it away. I mean, I know some people may say I live in a bubble, but you know, I, I don't see it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm just choosing not to let the negative shit in from the news. Be aware of it. And Rebecca knows this. If there's a big news article, she lets me know. And now I'm back live with you on episode 25 after post production of what was done during episode 24, and I'm sure you've heard the little tidbit nugget of 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 wording my word choices <laughs> um, it, uh, in the last in this run here. If not, you're going to hear it in a moment. Um, but I believe I kind of stumbled over the comma that was supposed to be between the words bubble and uh, but. So here we go. I mean I know some people may say I live in a bubble but 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 so that struck me as funny and I knew I could do some editing with it and I hope you enjoyed that. I know I had a fun time putting it together. And that's all I can really say with that. All past episodes are at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com plus all our links that you're going to want for a standard podcast links, you know, all that stuff that goes with podcasting, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, RSS, uh, Oh, Oh, Hey, I forgot. I forgot. Amazon affiliate link. Yeah. I forgot. I just recently put that up there. Amazon affiliate link. Go check it out. I I put some suggestions, things that have been talked about in the past in shows, things I'm going to talk about in future shows. (laughs) Plus, uh, of course the standard PayPal donation button. So if you care to give from the bottom of your hearts or the top of your heads or what what uh edges of the bank account i don't know whatever it is um check it out there i appreciate it and if you listen on itunes uh please consider giving us a review and a rating that helps the show and if you're on stitcher give us a comment or a little thumbs up that always helps the show okay now enough of this let's get to the stuff Okay, main topic, main, main topic. Uh, I realized at the end of last episode, I said I would be reading the blog's uh, post that I created. And in putting this episode together, I realized I've already shared this story. Uh, I've shared this story probably a couple times throughout the uh, series of my podcast. So I'm not going to read it to you again. Uh, I started, you know, reading it out loud and practicing for the show, and I realized, wait, hold it, stop, do, pass, go, do not collect $200, Sabrina, you've done this, stop, they don't want to hear it again, because if they do, they'll go back and listen to past episodes, so I'm not going to read it, but I am going to talk about it, because it is a very pivotal moment for me in my life, in my journey, in my transition, because it was the first time that I was aware of something being different within myself. Okay? Okay. So the the, the blog post I'm talking about, if you do care to pull it up and read along, and I'll put in show in the show notes for this show, I will put a, a link to it. So that's probably going to be the easiest way to find it. The blog title is Sabrina's Thoughts. The post is from Sunday, June 8th, 2014. The title, These Clothes Are Made for Girls. So you can find it there. Uh, Basically, it's the story of me coming home from school, uh, finding feminine clothing, trying it on, realizing that... This was different, I don't know, is it naughty, is it correct, is it humiliating, is it fun, is it kinky, is it dirty, is it sexual, what is it? But it's something. So, that's what started it all. That's what started everything about trying to figure out what took me 30 years to do. And uh, it's... Probably the most pivotal moment in my journey thus far because of how how much I remember about it, you know, the details over 30 years and how much it meant to me. I mean, I can still remember and kind of see the bra, the dress, and, you know, pantyhose are pretty generic, but you know what I'm talking about. You can sense it. And I'll tell you something. Every time I went back to that house after I moved out, because it was in the family for another Oh, 10-ish years, 15 years, roughly, somewhere in there. And so, and it was, like I said, kept in the family. So, uh, you know, you go visit once a year, twice a year, you know, every couple years, whatever it ended up being. And every time, no matter how the decor changed in the bathroom that I I, I (laughs) reference, that I ran into and used, anytime I went into that bathroom, memories of that moment in my life come back to me. Now, it's been out of the family for a good 10-ish years, so there's no chance of going back and, and, and checking how I feel now that I've come out. So, But, you know, I don't need that to feel complete. <laughs> it's not a journey I need to take. You know, it's just something, hmm, that would be kind of cool if it happened, but it's not going to, so okay, la, la, la. Because even if the person would allow me into the bathroom, um, you know, hi, I used to live here. Can I take a look at the, the, how the house has changed? No, when I was a kid, that would happen, but it doesn't happen so much anymore. (laughs) People say, "Uh, no, no, it's our home. Um, We bought it, blah, 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 and uh, leave. (laughs) Uh, Of course, there are people out there, I'm sure, that would say, please, come on in. And uh, God bless them for being out there, you know, probably in certain neighborhoods that don't have to worry about letting strangers in. Anyway, I'm digressing. But that's how strong a memory it is, that if being in that bathroom for another 12 years after the moment still reminded me of that moment. I knew it was serious, a serious moment, something serious to contemplate and, and think about. And it plagued me as I've mentioned so many times before it's plagued me my whole life. I mean, I I know that other trans people have very similar things, Because I I read posts, I hear tweets. Well, (laughs) I I don't hear tweets. Um, Well, maybe in post production right now I will. (laughs) But anyhow, I I read tweets, I see blogs and videos, and I'm social media out there. Okay, I've I've talked about that. I see those things, and I pick up on those things. I hear stories when I'm when I'm around other trans people you know there's so many the thing i love is the similarities and the parallels of of and 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 a lot of the differences at the same freaking time amongst well specifically trans women cuz that's where i'm coming from but i see it in, with trans men as well just observing them reading their posts on facebook talking to them in person things like that so yeah, it's it's just a fantastic thing to experience. I, I I it's hard for me to put into words, but the community as I've mentioned before is an amazing thing that I didn't think existed. All right, enough of that. But that moment in time back when I, you know, 30 years ago, is pr- is probably one of those pivotal moments in in time for for me because I ever since then, my uh, you know, every uh, sometime, I don't want to say every day of my life since then, but it feels like that. Obviously, not every day, and some days stronger, some times of the year, some days of the week stronger than others, you know, but essentially every day, you know, since that point, I have been at some level struggling with my what we now know as gender identity. And what pissed me off is back then, had we known what gender identity is would have figured it out right away, figured it out right away and, and, and when I, and I when I say that I'm really speaking to the younger generation and crowd of trans people right now I, I you got your own struggles I know I know you have you what what it is my observation about trans youth is this: you have the standard struggles of youth, that teenage angst, that teenage awkward time when your body is changing because of hormones and you're formulating opinions and you're experiencing different experiences that are now more, let's just say, adult versus child, you know, you're growing up and experiencing adult life, that it, you go through a lot of changes and, it, and it, it's crazy for everyone, for everyone. So you got that number 1. Then you got all your trans complications, we'll say. I don't want to say issues, I don't want to say problems. It's just something added to the mix of something that's already there. So believe me, with that compounded, I feel for you. I feel for you. And had I known, had had I had I been if it was possible for me to be in your shoes at at that age, which for me, like I said, started 10 Eleven, but really flourished in my early twenties. So I can say that if I had known what gender identity was at ten or eleven, or that early stages of of teenage years, you know, even up to thirteen or fourteen, had I known what gender identity was then, I don't know if I would have pursued it. I probably would have because, uh, you know, if I was fourteen years old now probably would pursue it absolutely i would definitely seek i would definitely seek some sort of therapy and see what see what would, would be said that way absolutely absolutely because it cuz i remember the 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 dilemma the plague the 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 strange desires in my mind that i battled in that awkward teenage years during every time that i had a chance alone at home i would do something okay do something meaning get dressed or try makeup or something okay time that was a possibility, which didn't happen too often but happened often enough that i i i could uh, I, I i I've heard some people say release the beast, okay, so anyhow at fourteen had i had I had what's available now there's yeah, I would definitely seek therapy, see what came out came out about that and now then at 40 that I am transitioning yeah I would say that there's a probably really good chance that I would have started transitioning either right after high school or right before high school or something like that I don't know that would have been dependent upon the the family dynamic at that time because at that time the family dynamic was uh, a bit strained we'll say and that was because of tension between my my mother, my father, my stepfather, myself, and 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 just the the, whole, the sisters, and there was a whole dynamic there that I don't need to get into. That this show is not about that. If it's pertinent to some information in the future, maybe I'll talk about it. But it's really not. Everybody has family stress. Okay, so that's at that time, that's what was going on. So thinking about that, at fourteen, would I have transitioned? Maybe not. Maybe I would have just kept it to myself for a little longer, so I didn't cause any problems. But just as in the in the, in the the time that I started to explore more cross-dressing in my early 20s, yeah, there's a really good chance I would have transitioned then for sure. Knowing that I tra- I'm transitioning at 40, well, 41, 42. Knowing that I'm transitioning now, yes, definitely would if I was 20 today or 21 today. Yes, yes, I would. But I've mentioned before in the past, I can't change that. But who I'm talking to are the 14 year olds right now and the 20 year olds right now. So if you're in that age rage dynamic, thanks for listening. First of all, thanks for listening to this old, you know, farts or I don't know, old woman's ramblings, <laughs> older woman's ramblings, excuse me. What I would say to you is if, it, if, it, if it's working out as far as the support system, as I've mentioned before, if all the ducks are lining up for you, then do it. Do it. Absolutely. But as mentioned in the previous episode, having a checklist, you got to have a checklist. So check that episode out. Anyway, back to the clothes. The clothes were so important to me. And I think that's probably why I never purged anything I had except once. I mean, I purged stuff that was, you know, run out, you know, broken down. It was ragged, you know, could not be used or, or it didn't function anymore. There was no reason to keep it. Yes. Okay. I threw it out just like any person would. However, any other main pieces of clothing I still have today, not all of it, but I still have some of it today. There was one point in my life where I was under tremendous stress, uh, so much so that I developed some gray hairs from it. So that's how much stress happened to me uh, at that moment in time. And maybe I'll share that for an, on another episode. I don't know. It's uh, not really pertinent to uh, my transition, but as I keep preaching to you and myself that the past is my, part of my journey now, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's an interesting story, but it's real personal, so I don't know if I want to share it. But time wounds all heals. No, time heals all wounds. We'll see. We'll see. So I never purged... I I never really purged, where in the sense of purging that a cross-dresser purges, they buy whatever, and then they have to get rid of it all because it, they're shameful or or uh, whatever. They're ashamed of it. They're humiliated by it. That sort of realm, I get it. I I was too, but I just hid it really well. The, the the physical stuff, I just hid it. I I labeled it different something that nobody would want to get into. If if somebody came across the box in my closet or you know storage or whatever. So clothes always seem to be very important to me. And the fact that I thought at the time that the uh, clothing for the opposite gender at the time was wrong or different I, I, is, is not the correct terminology, but I knew that there was something different about me. And uh, I guess that's what I really poured into that uh, blog post. So, if you're interested, uh, check it out. The link's going to be in the show notes. Uh, like I've mentioned before, these clothes are made for girls on the blog called Sabrina's Thoughts. And now, moving right along. Okay, secondary topic of the episode, secondary topic, here we are, yes, as I've mentioned in some Facebook posts, we here at the uh, Miller household have been sharing colds and just feeling really under the weather, and I mean, when I say a cold, I mean all the drainage that comes with it, so, uh, if my voice has been off, really, the last couple episodes, that's why, and I'm sorry if it sounds crappy i try to do what i can in editing just to make it a little smoother but i realize that it can be graining at times and sometimes i don't know when when i've listened to somebody that sounds like they need to clear their throat i start to feel like i need to clear my throat it's weird and i hope that's not happening to you but anyhow (laughs) i've had that cold where your sinuses are not working the way you want them to (laughs) and so Uh, most trans women are going to understand that it is hard to maintain your higher register voice if that's what you're really wanting. Uh, and if you, you could always bring it up to a whisper, but then a whisper, somebody say, what'd you say? I'm sorry. Can you speak up, ma'am? I can't hear you. And I hate that. I really hate that. So I do what I can anyway. I have had a cold and it has been so hard to go out and deal with public, usually the drugstore or other, you know, places like that to pick up food or supplies for myself or the family. And so it's just so hard to say, oh, thank you. And and just, you know, because you're already feeling like crap. So trying to sound, you know, as your best is such a pain in the ass. And I wanted I finally realized after trying to do it, I don't know, two, three different times in the drugstore, I realized, you know what? I am not going to pressure my voice and hurt my voice is really what it boils down to. You can hurt your vocal cords, you can damage them, and then your voice is going to be messed up and, and weird or off. for for You're going to have to do more work to correct it than you would if you just let your voice rest. In going to the drugstore, I, well, don't really try to talk. But, um, tried to not really do what I can to, to just, it was, it was a hard experience to, to sound like a guy when you're in the drugstore, because your nose is all, you know, right there, and you're just so snotty, and you just don't want to go out anywhere, and you need medicine. Yeah, that's how I felt. So I want to let you know, fellow trans women, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. And know that as we grow in numbers, as more of us come out and tell the world, yes, I'm transgender, I'm going to change my gender, specifically in this scenario, from male to female, or whatever label you choose, because everybody's open to labels. You are your own labeler, so I try not to label things, but I have to use it so you understand what I'm referencing. It's an awkward phase here on the podcast, but I don't want to digress much further. As we grow in our numbers and awareness... So is their awareness. So try to take comfort in that and also take comfort that I am out there and doing my thing as I can. And I'm, and I'm here telling you that I survived. It's okay. Don't be so afraid of doing whatever that thing is. <laughs> and that's all I really wanted to say for second topic. Cause I'm, as, as I'm sitting here recording, I'm getting tired on the voice. Transgender Thirty Day Challenge or Thirty Episode Challenge. Question number thirteen Bathrooms. And I apologize again, folks, whatever link I got this from, and I haven't had a chance to go back and find another one because they're all basically the same. Their specific question was just bathrooms (laughs) as not, not how does using the bathrooms make you feel? What is your experience in using bathrooms? (laughs) Complete the sentence. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, for this 30 day challenge, I, I really should have looked a little closer at the questions before I started making all my episodes, because would you know it? Episode number 16 on January 9th of this year, you know, a couple months ago was all about bathrooms, all about bathrooms. So, uh, I, I don't want to really repeat that story once again, but in a nutshell, uh my my overall response to my experience with bathrooms in in that weird in-between genders phase as our previous episodes have talked about um was 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 basically I felt more comfortable and at home, quote unquote, in using the women's room versus using the men's room. Uh go back to episode 16, listen to it for more details because it's it's there's a lot more to it, right? Right, right. Long time listeners, binge listeners. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. 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 yes, yes, Yes. 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 Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, But I do want to know what your thoughts feelings on using bathrooms are if you want to share it. So listen through all the way to the end of the episode, not only for the disclaimer and not only for the possibility of outtakes, but how to get in touch with me. That's really the information you're going to want to know from the end of the episode so uh listen to that mm-hmm. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Here we go. All right. Uh, First, I want to say up front here, thank you to everybody that's taking the uh, the little survey link that I've shared on Facebook and uh, on a few of the episode uh, show notes. Uh, There's also links over on the on Blogspot. So you know, go take it if you haven't taken it. To those that have taken it, thank you so much. Uh, I've gotten about twenty-ish to thirty responses. It seems. It's a weird fluctuating number. I can't give you an exact one, but it's between 28 and 32. There's your specifics for you right there. Okay. Okay. So, uh, since I've asked that a few times and I'm asking it again right now, so you'll hear this later in future episodes, but right now I'm going to go over the likes and dislikes, which is the specific area where you, the listener can write in a comment. But again, it's all anonymous. I have no idea who is saying this unless you put your name in that comment. Okay, so here we go. First is the likes. We're going to start on the positive. Uh, From back on the 16th of January, one word, content. Somebody on the 17th also said one word, content. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying just the content in general. Uh, It took took me a moment because I was like, why didn't you say anything more? Well, content subs up everything. So thank you. On the 22nd of January, uh, the statement is, It's honest and open. The host is excellent. I don't know who said that. Of course I don't, but thank you. The host is excellent. That Reading those words makes me smile. On the 26th of January, someone wrote, The host being so candid and consistent on releasing content. Again, more about content. Uh, continuing, I love the show and would love more ex- episodes than once a week. Wow. Uh that i i see that two ways <laughs> um wow that's a lot of work um and two wow thank you for being so interested in what i have to say um i don't know if i could come up with enough to say probably the episodes would only be 15 20 minutes long because i do sh- share a lot in one week you know so yeah, i i think that would be the sacrifice so I, and i wouldn't know how to fund that because i don't have the time in the week to do one to do that but uh, I, I'm not sure where I would fund that, unless you go use Amazon and PayPal. But um, but um, on January 30th, somebody said the host. Thank you again. On the 31st, someone said I like all the stories, advice, guests, feedback, etc. That sums up everything. So I guess that's another way to say content. So thank you again. Uh, on the 2nd of February, somebody said the personal view at her transition and experiences. Thank you. Uh, everybody has their personal view. I try to express mine in the best way, and I hope that I can just either in give you good entertainment or just you know that it's uh, somebody's going through something similar. So thank you. On the 4th of February, somebody said that you stay true to yourself. I have been a friend from far away. I love that you are always here for me. You are a wonderful human. Well, obviously, I don't know who that person is, uh, but if you're a friend from far away, get in touch with me through the ways that I know who you are. <laughs> so I can tell you personally how much that means to me now. And, uh, last one for this, uh, part of, uh, the list, the likes is on the 20th of February. And it again was overall content and personal stories. Well, thank you so much. Everyone that, that wrote those words. Uh, it warms me so much. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Now let's move over to the dislikes. And the same people that wrote these words, chances are, if the dates match up, they're the same people that wrote what you're about to hear. The dislikes. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not soft and sensitive to this. Oh, don't tell me I'm no good. No, it, it, in putting myself out there, I'm opening myself up to it. it. Does it hurt? Yes, of course. Things like this hurt. Not what you're going to hear, but when you expose yourself, there are things that can hurt. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes you got to step back from it. So again, starting on the, uh, the dislikes for this show so far, starting on January 16th was nothing, which is thank awesome. Nothing to dislike on the 17th. Also the word nothing. Yay. Thank you again. Here we got a track record on the 22nd and the 26th. Nothing and nothing. Well actually on the twenty second somebody said nothing. It's pretty great. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um on the thirtieth of January, it states the editing could be condensed more. Take out more of the ums is rambly bits. I've mentioned on some episodes where I know that I've gone off like that more frequently than others. I also tell you in every episode it's or I try to tell you in every episode that it's stream of consciousness. So it's me uh, rambling on. I'm, I don't have anything written. I mean, I will tell you if I write something to share with you, but most of this is just me looking at my notes and commenting to you as if we're sitting having coffee or dinner or something, driving in a car, you know, whatever, sitting at your desk at work while you're listening to me. ha. So, so for me, yes, the ums drive me crazy too. And that's usually what I edit out the most during my editing process. And I've come to realize that when I do say, um, when I'm recording, it's usually a thinking moment where I'm thinking of getting everything straight. So I'm going to leave some of those in because that's character that, that shows you that this is not scripted, that this is me just rambling going on about the topic. And I try to stay specific, but I do, do have tangents that I try to make sense of that. I try to keep hold of, but that's me. That's the character of the show as far as rambly bits well as i mentioned a couple times in case you didn't get it that is the gist and character of the show if you're not liking it i can see i can totally understand why because it's 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 a conversation it's a monologue it's soliloquizing if if you're not li- if you're used to listening to complete sentences where people aren't just thinking as they speak yeah i i get it that you may not like it so you know if that if that bugs you maybe the show's not for you, or hey, or hey, listen to it on you know, one and a half speeds or double speed, whatever your options are in your listening device. That may change things just because that changes the rhythm and the pattern. So there's there's suggestions for it. Uh, on the 31st, someone said, the disclaimer, because then it's over, which is another way to say, you know the great the show is great then when it ends is why i'm sad that's why i dislike it because the show ends well thank you (laughs) thank you on the 4th of february somebody said not all the topics relate to me but they are all presented in a well manner thank you (laughs) thank you that tells me that uh you may not relate to the show but you're listening because you want to know more cool uh and you like the way the show is put together you like the content which includes rambly bits sorry i keep going back to that because that's that's i think in the first few episodes i have to go back and listen to the first 5 or so and remind myself did i talk about how i'm going to ramble i think i used that word ramble yeah so that's part of it i try to keep those under you know tooth and nail and hook but that's character that's the show and lastly on the 20th occasional rambling and long tangents, not really a big deal though. Okay. So that seems to me that somebody was really stretching. Well, if I had to say something, the rambling, all right, that's constructive. That's cool. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There are times that I just go off on something and my brain just runs with it and I get lost and I I apologize. I try to bring it back and I try to keep it, you know, keep the editing down. So, i i is so the show is more enjoyable for you. <laughs> believe me, I get it. It takes less time for me to edit that stuff if it's more to the point. so this is also a learning curve It's only episode twenty five I think w- when I first read about podcasting long ago, I think they said that your first fifty episodes is where your is where your learning ground is after episode fifty one is when you're pretty much up and flying, so we're only halfway to that point, baby. So I'm growing. I'm learning. This is not the type of thing I've done before. So thank you all for bearing with me. Thank you all for filling out the audience surveys, both the likes and the dislikes. I take it to heart. I get it. Rambling is not for everybody. Maybe I do a little too much. Maybe I do incredibly too much sometimes. I'm working on it. I realize it as I edit. So all I have to say is thank you for the feedback. Let you know I am truly working on it, which is why I try to give you the great the the content, the story of the piece, whatever it is that episode, as straight to the point as I can. So, all right, enough of that listener feedback. Now, this is something that slipped through the cracks slightly, mostly because I I, I was I, I've been the last few episodes have all been recorded when I've been under the weather, and so I missed my note about it. And this is from longtime listener, uh, Christina Kay. I've mentioned her in the past, so longtime listeners will recognize that. So she wrote an email to me after episode 21. Uh, so a couple episodes ago, like I said, it slipped through the cracks slightly. So it's a little bit late, but it's still relatively right away. <laughs> and I asked her, you know, can I share this on, on air? And she said yes. So I'm just going to read it straight. Here you are. Hi, Sabrina. Just loved, loved, loved episode 21. So much info. Your guest was just the best. The part about gender queer, gender fluid, wow. Now I see why, in a way, it confuses my wife. I am gender fluid, gender variant. It's tough not being able to identify as one gender binary. We're adapting, and with the help of my therapist, it's getting to where I've accepted myself, and my wife is adjusting to accepting. A show about the workings of a support group would be good. And if you could build on the confusion that gender-fluid, gender-queer to trans-women causes, it would be fascinating to hear your guests speak of it. I never gave it much thought, but boy did it make sense. Hopefully one day you can do a show on gender-fluid life. Great show. Hope all is well with you and Rebecca and the boy. Take care. Christina. Christina, thank you so much for for enjoying, uh, Gabriel Mason, the guest from episode 2021. Uh, it was wonderful to talk with him. As far as gender fluid goes, I think even more so than the average trans person, we need to consider each of them even more individual than anybody else. Because using the example of, of, you know, back in school days, okay, boys over here, girls over here. Okay. Those particular individuals, in their mind, were confused, to use an easy word, of where to go. They just now are figuring out that they have both within themselves. I get it. It's a transition. It's a confusion thing. So so as far as being generalized in my response to how some gender-fluid people make me feel is almost too hard. The, the most generalized answer I could give, the best generalized answer I could give is one, one, you need to know them on a case by case scenario because everybody in that's gender fluid, gender queer, and essentially switches and flips around the binary. Some days, male, some days, female, some days, feminine, male, some days, masculine, female. I get it. I think it's a case by case scenario because They themselves may not know till they wake up. They can't say, okay, Wednesday, I'm going to be this. And then Thursday, we're going to do that. Um, I'm not saying that some can't, but from my experience, that's what it seems like. Very limited experience I want to add as well. So if I am wrong, please forgive me, but I don't, I haven't met very many, very many gender fluid, gender queer people. And, and honestly, as a trans person, I would not want to be that because uh, wow, I couldn't, I mean, I can see it's pluses, I can see it's minuses. Well, today I'm just going to be masculine, so I don't need to shave, I don't need to to put on certain clothing t- uh, things to hold me together, let's just say. I, d- I don't need to do makeup, hair, uh, jewelry, I don't have to wear heels, whatever it is, uh, and, and be more guyish. Now, don't get me wrong, I have those days. I have those, I'm just going to wear, you know, some slippers, and I'm pulling my hair back, and I'm putting on a hat, and I'm wearing sunglasses, and, you know, I'm to d- d- cover myself so I don't have to make up myself. Yeah, okay, that's that's the type of day I have. Do I look more masculine? Probably, probably. Do I feel more masculine? No, not at all. Whereas a gender-fluid, gender-queer person, from my understanding does feel more masculine on those particular days, times, experiences, whatever you want to chalk that up to. So can I react to that? Can I respond to that? For me, I would need to know the person. I would need to know the person to know that, okay, some days you're going to be this, some days you're going to be that. We don't know. And that way I can embrace them more. But if they come to me on one day saying, yep, I'm going I'm, to, let's just use, for example, a male to female trans person. You know, I'm trans woman. Okay, I'm going to transition. And then two days later or the next time you see this person or the next picture they post is very awkwardly manish. You know, today I am, you know, insert boy name. Okay, if, if they already proclaimed that they're trans women and they're going to journey from male to female, I don't expect to really see any overly male or masculine pictures, unless it's a comparison side-by-side sort of deal. Okay, we all get that. We all see that. But you know what I'm talking about. A selfie. Today's a selfie of a beautiful woman. Tomorrow's a selfie of a be- of a handsome-looking man. If somebody's proclaimed to me that they're trans woman and I see that handsome-looking man, I'm going to go, hey, you feeling okay? What's going on? But if they're gender-fluid, gender-queer, I'm going to comment on the beauty of the person. But if I don't know they're gender-queer... I get a little off-put because I'm like, wait, you just told me you're trans women and you're transitioning, but now you've got a really good-looking male outfit on. Whatever, okay, fill in the blank. What's happening? You, you know, what's your story? So that's where my question's going to be. Now, if they respond with, I can be however I want any day, well, that's just an asshole response, and I don't know if I really want to be friends with you. But if they say to you know... I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. Some days I, f- I like feeling like a boy, and some days I like feeling like a woman. All right, now I know. Now I know. So let's go on this journey together as friends, as whatever your relationship may be. That's my approach to gender fluid, gender queer people. Uh, I would love to get one on the show, so if we have anyone that's out there listening that is gender fluid, gender queer, and would like to sh- share their story, and if you don't want to use your actual voice, I have filters. I can disguise it. I can make it look sound a little more feminine. I can make it sound a little more masculine <laughs> so those are those those are those options uh for to keep your uh, you know anonymity you know so you don't need to share actually who you are. I would love to get you on the show just to share your experiences of life. So get back in touch with me. So that's what I can say to, to, to you, Christina. Uh, I'm glad that you and your wife are working it out. Uh, I, I hope I'd love to hear an update in the future, you know, maybe six months from now, see how things are just me personally, not to share on the show, unless you say it's okay, but I'd love to hear how things are going for you. Because I know you're a long-time listener, so that's why I'm invested. So thank you very much for investing in the show. And I hope life is going well for you and your wife right now. And that's all the listener feedback now. Holy mackerel, is it that time? It is. Wow, wow, holy, it is. I didn't realize we were creeping up to that time and just moving so fast. I, I guess that's why I love doing the shows, because time passes so freaking fast. I hope it does for you, too. Anyway, anyway, thank you for listening. All right, so next episode. Next episode is going to be about beauty. And feeling attractive, those those two words that we kind of cringe at, <laughs> you know, do I feel attractive? Do I feel beautiful? What is beauty? What is attractiveness? We're going to talk about that next episode. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I'm always looking for topics and things. Send them my way. Send them my way. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer disclaimer time. I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the Internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Time for takeout. Wait. What? No the outtakes yeah so I had to wait it was uh locking one of the tracks and then all of a sudden I wasn't even on the uh, little record button was taken off so here we go episode 25 welcome to changes in latitudes a transgender experience that's it experience life experience A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And beyond, that's just the great unknown, isn't it? Yeah. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay! Hello, hello, hi everybody, hello, welcome back. Let's give it up for that band, listen to them, they're better every week. Fantastic! Hello, that was Roro Sky with diamonds. No, we gotta do that again because I had some funky funk things with the, oh yeah, we're gonna leave that there. I don't know what happened and that stunk because it was such a great intro, we're still gonna have to do it again. Some garage band jump up, mix up something or rather, I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to do a test run every episode and make sure everything's flowing smoothly. Main topic. Okay. Uh, The title of the blog of blah, 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 blah. So if you're in bump the mic again, more bump the microphone. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And please remember.